0: On this episode of before you're jaded i'm going to tell you how i watched the main event of wrestlemania front row for free tail right on the hip, son, because I ain't got no grip in me at all. the the cream of the crop nobody does it better. hi I'm Will I'm Taylor and my voice is still kind of broken but not as broken as it was on the episode of Why'd you bring that up we put out Wednesday because Holy shit, was it atrocious. You sound like Tom Waits. I don't actually get that reference. He's like... That's what he sounds like. Cool, I'm yeah. glad to be a part of that club now. You're welcome. Uh, so, I guess you probably saw this coming, just like everyone who's doing wrestling podcasts this week. We're going to talk about WrestleMania 37. Because, one, I didn't want to fucking watch any more wrestling this week, other than news to shit. I just really didn't have the time, though. Also, holy shit, was that amazing... For what it was, at least. And I was there. So isn't that fucking... Can't I give a little bit of that extra take on it? Or you kind of tried to steal my thunder earlier on that, didn't you? You're like, everyone was there. A lot of people were there. I was not there. I enjoy sitting
1: at my house and watching it on a TV. I'm able to go to the fridge, get milk if I want to for free. You know, there's things... There's anomalies that you don't take into consideration. Like, I made some popcorn during the first night. It was fire. And then the second day, I made some chicken.
0: So let me ask you something. Have you ever been to, like, a big live wrestling event? No. All right, so you enjoy going to football games, right?
1: Yeah, I don't like outside, though. The only reason I go to <laughs> football games is because I really, really like football. It's really hard for me to get outside my house. You so know? you
0: tell telling me you don't really, really like wrestling?
1: I do, but I don't know if I like four hours in the rain.
0: Hey, man. That was only night one. All right, let's go ahead and just talk about that. Yeah, that was fucking terrible. And because of that atrocious rain, I ended up spending $80 on parking. Damn. Well, for both nights. But it was just, the parking was so ungodly expensive for no good fucking reason. I was in Lot D, though, which, if you know anything about Raymond James, Lot D is, like, right in front of the stadium. So I had to walk maybe, like, five minutes or less. So you got the VIP seats. This was an entirely VIP experience, if I'm to be honest. So I knew I had pretty decent seats. I wasn't going unless I did. And I that may sound bad, but Raymond James is my stadium. Like, I've been there for plenty of Bucks games. Like, I, it's hometown turf, you know what I mean? And there was a lot of fucking uh, snowbirds, as we call them down here in Florida. But I was like, no, this is my stadium. There's no fucking way I'm spending that kind of money to sit in Raymond James' nosebleeds. For WrestleMania, so I did a little hustling, and I, uh despite what I said in the intro, did pay money for WrestleMania, but I did not pay any money to watch the main event front row. But we'll get to that later on in the the episode, so it'll keep you waiting. You know what I mean. But anyway, uh I had basically I was in front of the club section or seats, so I wasn't actually in the club, which I mean isn't a bad at all. I don't. Club seats are nice and everything. That's your kind of experience. You would love sporting events in the club seats. But the
1: thing is you have to pay for that. Pay extra for that and that's not my bag.
0: <laughs> I know that. But so I was I cheap was cheap and free, cheap and free. So what's really fun about it was I had seats different seats both nights, right? And so night one were my better seats of the two nights and I was in the 100 sections in front of the club and which was cool is or, and what was cool about that was I was able to go into the club, like, area where you know you can go buy merch or food and everything like that, where it's air conditioned, they have screens everywhere, and I'm not over flooded with all these people who are disregarding all fucking guidelines and everything and just being horrendous. How many people coughed on you? Not many, but an uh, unfortunate situation. Both me and Gabby slipped in Raymond James because it was wet everywhere you guys fall? Yeah, falled. Okay, you yeah falled we falled. Yeah, we faulted. We faulted down. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys get hurt? Uh, not really. I kind of worry about you man falling and shit. Oh, uh, it's a dad. How age. nice. How you nice. Be... Yeah, we're we're in our 20s. So <laughs> bad age. Uh, but so here's what's fun about night 2. I didn't want to leave the section I was in. I was really happy with where I was at night 1, and I noticed that there was a lot of empty seats all night. So night two, I just kind of went back. But unfortunately, someone was sitting in the seats I had night one. So I just had to go up and get even closer and get a better angle. Hell yeah. Shucks. Uh, <laughs> but let's go ahead and talk about a little bit of night one. Uh, the first match I want to discuss is Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. Are you guys finally like down with Cesaro? Like- they know they're
1: not down with Cesaro. They did it to appease us. And a lot of things in this, pay- in this pay-per-view were meant to... Oh, no, I'm Jesus. not
0: talking about, like, WWE, but I'm just saying all those people who have been fucking sleeping on my boy. Who's
1: We love him. Everybody loves him. I feel like the the common denominator is that people just love
0: Cesaro, and Vince is like, you know what? Nah. Dude, if Dan O'Brien has taught us anything, if you're over enough, you can go into any fucking WrestleMania main event you want. Why hasn't Cesaro been in a WrestleMania main event if everyone loves him so much? He's not a super uh, great
1: microphone talker
0: i don't know have you seen him on like talking smack i have he... never, never i don't remember any promos off
1: top though let's just put it that way
0: here's the problem that we have with both talking smack and then the fucking on the spot interviews they did with the uh rain like the weather delay is when you don't script people as much so much better like, yeah. can you just stop giving people all of these stupid things to say? Like, just trust. Well,
1: I know. I don't know if you watched the television. You didn't watch the television broadcast. So, no, I
0: still. I'm gonna sit down and watch it in the next couple of days. So, I've just been so busy. Did you
1: see the promos? They had to cut because of, they had no choice because of the rain delay.
0: I've heard a little bit about it, but they were so, live mics.
1: They made the best choice in the world. They gave it to the one person you want to give it to when the chips are down, and who is it? Kevin Owens. No, it's MVP. Oh, okay. They yeah, handed the sense. microphone in MVP and said,
0: here you go. Just... <laughs> I heard Kevin Owens uh, cut a promo, too, though.
1: I did he? I don't know. I might have missed that one. But I was watching a little bit. It was right before Drew, Bobby. See, how... So yeah. it was like, they were just like, okay, you guys are on next. Here's some microphones. Why don't you all just cut a fucking freestyle promo?
0: All right. Oh, so I forgot to continue about that weather delay. It was horrible. That's it. <laughs> yeah, it was
1: uh, definitely. The thing that it did do for us, though, is it gave us Samoa Joe and a poncho.
0: Oh yeah, weren't weren't him and Michael Cole like stuck? So here's a fun like behind the scenes thing, so as soon as that weather delay happened they were kicking everyone out and I was like, I don't want to go inside because it wasn't even raining it just wasn't, it was clear that was the first time it had been clear all night and so we're sitting there and I was like bro, I just sat out here for like an hour and a half of the fucking rain and you're telling me now I have to go inside? I was like, fuck that so me and Gabby just sat in seats and they were like Most everyone went inside the arena and everything, but there were a few people that were like, fuck that. And it wasn't until, like, maybe 10 minutes after the delay happened that some guy was like, all right. And he, like, started barking at us and shit and, like, getting in our faces. Not ours, but, like, someone right next to us. And I was like, eh, everyone seems to be going now. Uh, But, yeah, a bunch of people just stayed in the fucking stands.
1: Well, it was, uh, it was a funny little delay, but uh, we did get Samoa Joe with the most miserable face caught ever, and it's now officially a meme, so they would be circulating. I made a couple of them already, you know? The Samoa Joe poncho meme is what we're calling it.
0: All right. I can totally get behind that. I'm 100% a fan.
1: You know that face he makes when he's cutting a promo where it's like his mouth is just like a complete frown? <laughs> like, it's like it starts at the top and goes all the way to the bottom of his jaw. He's just like,
0: here's a question for you, and then we'll get back to Seth Rollins' Cesaro. Do you think we see? Uh, do you think we see Samoa Joe on SmackDown on Friday? I hope. I
1: am not going to get excited about Samoa Joe coming back anymore because every time we do, he doesn't come back. Yeah. So I'm not going to sit. Or he'll come I'm, back and get a concussion. I'm not CM Punking him anymore. I'm not <laughs> doing it. I'm not going to sit here and be like, "Ooh, Samoa Joe" anymore because he's not fucking coming back. And until I see him or Becky or CM Punk, I'm not getting excited anymore. You're going to get excited. When I see him, I'll be like, ooh. But until then, I'm going to be like,
0: yeah, sure. (laughs) We'll see how long that lasts. Well, okay, so tell me how you felt about Cesaro and Seth Rollins, though. Because, honestly, that was one of the absolute highlights of Night 1 for me.
1: I first want to say that Seth Rollins is completely underrated. Okay. 150,000% underrated. Yeah, no, I agree 100%. I think that the way they use him is questionable, not bad. But questionable. He's great as a mid Carter.
0: I um, I'm one of the very few people who really do enjoy what like his gimmick has become. Oh, and also, can we talk about his new theme song?
1: It's fire. So it fire. was
0: so saucy. Mm. That that is new, right? Yeah, I wasn't yeah. just kind of drunk in the arena. Yeah, it's new. Oh man, because they went back to his "Burn It Down" theme song for like a week or two, and then they have now introduced this and just included the "Burn It Down" into it. Yeah, it's just like a remix. Oh, man. It's fire. It's fire. I popped in the arena for that so fucking hard. But, yeah, no, I really do like this whole gimmick he's got right now. And, dude, this, like I said, this was an absolute highlight in the respect that these are two people who know how to work in a traditional sense.
1: And Cesaro's going to Cesaro. You know what I mean? Like, that's just all it is. He's going to Cesaro. Put him out there. Let him do his job.
0: He was perfect to put in front of a live crowd, Mm -hmm. especially with the swings and everything like that. I think
1: this is a common theme for this pay-per-view, is putting over people that don't really get put over a bunch.
0: Well, we'll talk about how that went
1: wrong after this. Well, I mean, it's good for them. At least they got their asses whipped the second time around. You know what I mean? Like it's good for them to get one night of 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 a victory. You know what I mean? I know it was a dumb match; but, and it shouldn't have happened. We're, but well,
0: we'll talk about that in a minute. Like I'm I said. more
1: interested in Cesaro and Sheamus both getting Ws at WrestleMania, though.
0: So I wasn't necessarily excited about Sheamus winning, but I was also the most excited just because Matt Reynolds. Yeah. Wins. So you know, it's a and give and take type situation. Kicked in the teeth. Did you see his teeth? Yeah. And then <laughs> on Monday he got like jobbed out. I don't, apparently they're still high on him, no pun intended, but uh, I don't. Oh, that was a funny I video. really <laughs> hope they're, like, he fucked up, and now he's kind of like, they're just burying him. It, but well, that's me. I still don't I'm like it. I'm starting
1: him. to notice the mob surrounding around you, if that makes any sense. Like, when it comes to Matt Riddle, you're not alone.
0: I I
1: thought for a long time it was starting to get just be like me and you in the street street screaming at the sky. You know what I mean? Just like, fuck you, Matt Riddle. Fuck you. But now I'm seeing more and more people standing around us also screaming at the sky.
0: Well, you know, I'm also, that brings up a really good point because I'm not alone on the whole Kogan thing either, as we found out. As we found
1: out. So we're learning that I'm so proud of my city. That we're doing more and more things the way that we, I thought we were alone on that too. I really did. But to be honest, I'm kind of a slip and slider because I still really love Hulk Hogan's early stuff. I can't help myself.
0: I enjoy parts of his NWO run. I am
1: disgusted by him as of now. Uh, Just like his mannerisms. Even though he's not doing racist shit, like just walking around spitting out racism all the time, like it's his mannerisms now that bother me more than anything. Because now that I've seen it, I
0: can't unsee it. You know what I mean? Can I hit you with a controversial take? Yeah. Despite the racist stuff... Uh, and I can say that because he's admitted it, despite him being a racist, even if he wasn't, it wasn't good. It was really, really fucking corny.
1: But they always make him corny when they bring him back, which is do another they reason make why make him corny. Yes. Because remember that rock.
0: How do you, how do you go and give Hulk Hogan a script?
1: Do you remember that rock stone cold segment where he comes and drinks beers with him in the ring? It happened like 10 years ago. It was a reunion where Hulk Hogan just walks out and drinks beers with The Rock and Stone Cold. We watched it on a pay-per-view.
0: I think so, yeah. Horrible, corny dog shit. I don't think that necessarily was someone else's idea. If we've learned anything, like, a perfect example is the Shawn Michaels-Hulk Hogan match at SummerSlam. That was supposed to be three matches, and Hulk said no. And it ended up being one. And he went over But here's the thing. like In the 80s, that corny shit flew. It did, and, and so, that's
1: what made him. So he's still just doing the old hits.
0: So that's and that's exactly what I'm saying. Is it they're giving him corny stuff, or is he like, hey, that's really all I got, brother? And even when he tried to do the NWO stuff, like that belt looked like shit.
1: Uh, it, uh, they all they're all old. I know that that's disgusting to say, but it's like I don't want to see Scott Hall looking like that. I don't want to see Kevin Nash looking like that. I'm good. Stop bringing these dudes back. I'm just happy that Scott Hall was walking and he didn't look miserable. He didn't look miserable. Good for them. I'm just annoying. Like, just put him on the pasture. Bring another Legends house out and put him in that or something. Find
0: (laughs) something else to do with him. Quit bringing him into segments and fucking leave Bailey alone. Imagine a Legends house with motherfucking, uh, with Scott Hall. He would be the Roddy Piper of that one.
1: God damn, man. I cannot, I can't believe they're doing Bailey like this. This shit just makes me so goddamn mad, dude.
0: So, in a WrestleMania filled with matches like Seth Rollins and Cesaro, where we really are elevating, not necessarily Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins is like, uh, you were talking to me Wednesday about people like Bailey who are bigger than a title match. You know what I mean? Seth Rollins is kind of if, to that point to if, me.
1: If they would have stuck Bailey with anybody and replaced
0: Natalia, anybody. Let's just go ahead and rework it now. We're gonna do it later anyway. Anybody? Well, else? that was that was what I was getting on. So before we do that, real quick, do you have any notes on the or any final notes on the Cesaro?
1: This, the spinning, uh, what I don't know what you call it, the spinning suit, whatever yeah. he does, thing. I, amazing, it's amazing. He's amazing. He's amazing in everything. I say this every time we review one of his matches. I say the same thing. He's amazing.
0: <laughs> he is. He's oh.
1: every time I see him, he impresses me, and it's like I've seen all this shit before, and every time I go into it, like. He's going to do the same thing. He's going to do the push-ups. You know what I mean? Oh, he's... And then every time it's like, okay, never fucking seen that before.
0: He's a truly impressive specimen in all respects. And like, he's, he is so fucking, like, I get blown away watching him wrestle. He's underratedly innovative is what it is. He's super innovative. That is such a good way to put it. Thank you.
1: Like, it's always something that I'd never have seen him do before. And I'm always like, holy shit, that spot. <laughs> and it's like every time I'm just like in awe of one spot in the match. I'm always just like... Cesaro.
0: <laughs> Gotta do it. Uh but okay, so yeah, basically that match was not. It's a banger. banger.
1: And it was a banger because both those guys deserve to have a banger at WrestleMania.
0: You're not wrong at all. Uh and I'm really glad they got those matches and they got that I'm really glad they got that match, and I'm really glad they got that moment. And Cesaro finally shined and hopefully they don't waste its potential any longer. Yeah. Because that would be a fucking that would be a shame. Uh, so let's go ahead and rebook that match then. So if you haven't figured it out yet, we're talking about the tag team turmoil whole situation, night one and night two.
1: Before we get into it, I would just like to let Will say why he didn't like it. I'll tell you why I didn't like it too, because it was a boring sack of shit.
0: Well, that and the wrong people went over. And I know that's easy to say that. And I've said it a million times and I understand what you're trying to do, but here's the squad. Thing.
1: tell him about it, brother.
0: Why are we putting the tally over at this point? Like, honestly.
1: Because it's the theme of the card. All the people on the card are people that are underused superstars many, that are aging.
0: How many times have we tried to do it, though? How A many times, times has it been successful?
1: This time it was pretty successful. Was it? Aside because from them.
0: I don't. Aside from them she, not being successful. I was
1: really happy for Sheamus and Cesaro,
0: dude. No, I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about Natalia. And fucking Tamina, but
1: th- I those are people that are in the same respect. But
0: we're not talking about it. we're talking about Natalia and Tamina. I don't want to talk about those people's great moments because I'm talking about Natalia and Tamina. And the fact is, you have tried to put these motherfuckers over for years, unsuccessfully. I get it. They're related to people that are famous in the wrestling business. But from what I understand, both of their fathers, both of their fathers. Do not have squeaky clean past. Obviously, it's easy to say, "Ah, uh, Jimmy Snooker fucking killed someone," but from what I understand, I am not a hundred percent sure Natalia's dad. I like, I think in the back of my head, I remember hearing that he did something horrible.
1: Hey, uh, but be careful. I care about you. <laughs> don't don't put Neard under the bus. He's gonna come. He's dead, isn't he? His care. ghost is going to come out of the grave and kill us.
0: I, what? <laughs> you don't want Jim Needhart's ghost coming after us, I'm man. just... I've been... Op- an open book as far then as... you sh- open
1: that door and it's just Jimmy Snooker's ghost. It's
0: oh my- like, you're haunted
1: forever. Do not talk about me like that. Now watch me jump off your couch and do a flip on top of you.
0: So if I was like the first person saying anything about it, I mean, I would understand the haunting. But I've
1: never heard anyone do that. If you're a trailblazer to me.
0: What saying that he killed someone? Did he kill someone? Is this public knowledge? <laughs> yeah. Is the case open? There's like. Did he go to jail? He was tried in court. Yeah. Did he get it right before he died? Did he get acquitted? I think he died before the uh they were able to finish the trial. Oh well, he did his time, I guess then. <laughs> oh goddamn it, Taylor! <laughs> Bang! I, so, if WWE loves to sweep things under the rug, like let's use that as ammunition. Like, let's not even use that as ammo to, like, defend what I'm saying here, though. You've tried to push them. It hasn't worked. Maybe you could say Natalia's worked and everything. But at this point, she should be putting people over. And she did not do that this weekend at all. What, you put over Nia Jackson, and Shayna Baszler? Did they need to be put over? They've been the fucking champions for months. Oh, congratulations. You didn't put them So they over. got
1: squashed. Just say they got squashed. That's what they happened. did, but maybe what... that's the reason they didn't do it with Bailey because they knew that it had to be a loss to Nia Jax.
0: Okay, the only, like, as much as I don't like that just put-together tag team, the one thing I do respect is that they're trying to cement those titles, but uh, congratulations. Uh, you should have been doing that the whole time. You know what I would love? That's what happens when you switch or play musical chairs with titles. Nobody gives a shit about them.
1: I know you can't just bring someone out of the dust. Like, I know that I'm, I'm doing this right now, and it's not a thing that you should do, but I would love to see, like, Bailey and Mickey James.
0: I mean, Mickey James, from what I understand, is, like, still employed by WWE. She's an announcer
1: so- for NXT now. She was doing announcing on Stand and Deliver. See, there you go. So she's fine. She's still there. But it's just, like, I would have loved to just see her do a one-off like, she's just like, Bailey cuts a promo, and then out of the darkness, she's like, I'll take anybody to be my partner. And then, like, Mickey James just comes out the back or something. You know what I mean?
0: Do you want to hear my rebooking for both nights? What's that? Talk to me. What did WrestleMania lack? Those really, really big feel good moments of, like, a reunion or someone coming back and, like, just inspiring, right? Yeah. So there was a last minute addition as far as tag teams go, and they got it half right. Replace Carmella with Peyton Royce and have the Iconics do it again and have that feel good moment because everyone is still pissed that the Iconics were broken up. And I'm going to be real. Originally, everyone thought Peyton Royce was going to be the he's one hanging who, out in the back, I guess. Yeah, but everyone thought she would be the one who was going, like, usually when you split up a tag team, like Otis and Tucker are a good example to a degree. They, because at least Otis is still working and now he's in another tag team, but where's Tucker been? he like got jobbed out he
1: had a baby or something and he's on maternity leave
0: no they like jobbed him out like for two weeks straight and then he hasn't been around since uh but so everyone thought it was gonna be peyton royce and it ended up being billy k without a question because billy k she's iconic (laughs) i she is one of the few things i actually care about because her whole like Trying to get employed by like tag teams and stuff is hilarious. It's hilarious, but I, I just hope they don't keep her with Carmella. It's it's annoying to
1: see him do the same things that she's already done with her though, like bringing her back to tag team wrestling again. You know what I mean? Like singles. Well, they letters. did the exact same thing with Peyton Royce. I they paired the, her with uh, Lacey Evans. Right. I'd love to see her get out and do some singles work because I know she's funny, and that usually translates to me being a likable character. You know what I mean? I end up liking those wrestlers the best every time. Or the people that make me smile or make me laugh.
0: Yeah, no, I get that.
1: And they always seem to be the ones that gravitate around for me. I don't know. That's just me. Aside from Samoa Joe, he's the only wrestler in my top favorites that just is not funny at all. He can be funny, except for those times when he like moves out of the way when people jump off the top rope. Have you ever seen those? Yeah, yeah, of where course. He just moves. <laughs> Samoa
0: Joe is a. Uh, we need to protect him at all costs. Please bring him back on SmackDown.
1: Oh man, I'm gonna show you that poncho picture later. It's so funny. Oh, I've seen it. I've seen like the memes. <laughs> they're so good it's so funny
0: all right so yeah i would rebook it to where the iconics come they win night one and then they bring the titles back on night two so let's go ahead and talk about a title change and then we're gonna take a break and then we're gonna dive into night two a little bit Okay, shoot it sasha banks versus bianca belair it's the moment that everyone needed and i think so here for a lot of people they were saying that night one was significantly better than night two I disagree. You had a different experience, for sure. Uh, well, and night two was more like suited for my taste. I will say, actually, let's talk about this real briefly, because I will say the one match that I was absolutely blown away by that I did not expect to be was that bad bunny uh, Damien Priest match with the Miz and Morrison. Oh my God, dude. The dude is so over. He is so over. He, he is. And, and he deserves it. And I don't know what it is, but that was one of the very few matches on this card that had a big match feel. I, I And it, I really think it just started off with Bad Bunny's entrance. When he came out, like, I remember being in the arena, and I'm seeing, like, the truck come up, and I'm like, oh, they recorded this. I was like, that's cool. What are they going to do? Have him like, get off and then walk into the arena. And yeah. then all of a sudden, you see this big fucking 18-wheeler coming in, and you're like... Oh, shit, no, they did that. Did you get to see the before package that comes with it? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm it? talking about. And I'm like, obviously, they so were- So it
1: showed it on the big screen? Yeah. It... That's fire, dude. So... Like, it was such a fire
0: entrance. Well, what was really nice is we where we were seated, we had the opposite field, like, uh, where that screen was on the left side. We had that right by our seats. And there were points on night one that there was this beam, like, blocking the center of the ring. So there were certain spots that were hard to see if you weren't looking at the screen. So you were taking advantage of everything around you. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, dude, when I saw him come out, though, because I obviously, like I said, I thought that was pre-recorded, and I see that 18-wheeler, and I was like, oh, no, he fucking did it. And then that proceeded to be an amazing match.
1: Can Can we go ahead and give John Morrison and Miz a hug now? Because they deserve it. They made him look so good.
0: They did, but I don't necessarily think they made him look good as much as, like, this dude has been working now for what, dude, since Royal Rumble? that Destroyer
1: was all John Morrison, and so was the moves on The Miz. The Miz was doing those flips and holding on to him as he did them. Yeah. Yeah. They were it was all the Miz and John Morrison. He looked incredible. This is not me putting any disrespect on him.
0: I'm just saying
1: those swan dives are not I'm sure are not easy to do if you're not trained to do it.
0: Without a little bit of training and learning how to take a bump and stuff like that and like actually caring. Does that make sense? To do to take that kind of risk with that destroyer and everything, you have to have a little bit of trust in both people. So that that's John Morrison going I'm going to make you look real fucking good tonight because I trust you. Well, here's the thing. This is what we're going to do.
1: This is such a good partnership because not only did they make him look really good and he tried really, really hard and trained his ass off. They gave him on the actual day. They gave him a a tour commercial that was forced on everybody at Peacock. So you got to see all the dates of his tour, where he's going to go. It was like a music video tour package. And then they did it again on NXT last night. Him and Triple H had like a, a conversation for like a minute, and he was like, "Dude, you're amazing. Now go do your other thing." And he like shook up with him, and he got in the truck and left. So it's like a whole thing. They made like this a whole feel good moment out of it, where it's like it's really really special to see branding like that. Like it's something that WWE is doing right. I, and like there's a lot of things that you can criticize and say, "Oh, this is dog shit. This is dog shit." We're gonna talk about some of that later. Don't worry. But it's just this wasn't dog shit and, and that, it's so refreshing to see something that's actually cared about
0: and so that's what really took me off guard because i've been watching it and i mean i'm not necessarily i don't care about it by any means i just some of the promos like with the miz are just a little too childish for me and everything it's a child show but though. i <laughs> but i think seeing the crowd live and seeing who was popping the way they were it started to make more sense that wasn't for us yeah does that make sense? Because I saw a whole like a whole crowd full of people that you could tell that they were there for that. They weren't there night two. And they they were able to see like a true hero. Because that's what Bad Bunny's been honestly doing. He's been taking over the world. He what was it? I think they were shooting out facts. He's the first person to ever hit number one consecutively for weeks with a Spanish album on the US charts.
1: Yeah. Like he broke the streaming record wide open too. like, he broke it by like a hundred million or something stupid. Like
0: his shit pops. I, I've, I have listened to foreign music. If it hits hard enough, like there's this uh Japanese dude, I forget his name off the top of my head, but he, he had a song and it, it blew up kind of like bad bunny did a few years ago when that whole, when rap started to take a turn. And he, he was all right, but it was a really catchy song. And then he ended up doing a remix with like ASAP Ferg and Waka Flocka. Are you talking about um, the guy in the pink turtleneck? Or, the rapper? I'm not. Are you maybe Joji? You're thinking of? I'm not talking about him.
1: What the fuck is that guy's name? That's gonna bother me.
0: Well, you can figure that out. But so I did want to just take a second to talk about that Bad Bunny match though, because that was an honest surprise in all of the best way possible. And I'd love to see Bunny. I'd love to see Bad Bunny back. I think he will. I think he will. But to be honest,
1: though, it gets weird if you start bringing back celebrity after celebrity because it looks like maybe we might actually see more Pat McAfee, too, eventually. I would
0: love that. Please sign me up. And is it weird bringing him back, or do you guys? We have spent so many years having part-time
1: wrestlers. Maybe not weird, but maybe, like, different. Because how many times do you see celebrities just keep coming back and back and back? You know what I mean? Like,
0: Will some of them take it more serious than... Some of the wrestlers Well, I can't eat. think
1: of a lot aside from Mr. T doing it wrestle two WrestleManias in a row.
0: You know what I mean? The, maybe the game's changing. Maybe.
1: Maybe you're right. How man. many times
0: has Snoop Dogg been in de- or wrestling? So he was at the WrestleMania twenty four. He I forget when, but he debuted with Sasha Banks' new theme song, the one that he's on. Uh he was on AEW a couple weeks ago. So he's three right off the top of my head, that's three different appearances by yeah. Snoop Dogg. So, I mean, it's not out of the realm of the possibility, and it's, it's something that has been done. But let's talk about the real feel-good moment of the night, the match that needed to happen. Uh, we got a proud mom truly understanding what it's like to put someone over. She's so good at this. She's such a gift to the world, dude. She's such a giver. Like, every time anyone talks shit about Sasha Banks, it's really hard. Like you can get wrapped up in the character and everything like and that the
1: streak and the WrestleMania streak as well. But when you
0: look at her as a wrestler and think about how like much she's done for other people, because she just wants to put women's wrestling on her back in general.
1: Here's the thing. I'm all for this, but she better get a dub at WrestleMania and it better be like next year. Like this is bullshit. You're just going to make her lose every year. Like I understand putting people over like she's the ultimate giver. I get it. That's some bullshit though. Put my girl over now.
0: Hey man, you gotta have stars to do it, and so we're we were starting to thin it a little bit on the women's roster. But now you have multiple bona fide main event women. You have Sasha Banks. You have Bayley. You have Bianca Belair. Um, more than likely, we're going to get Io Shirai today. Uh, so, I mean, you're starting to really develop a thick uh, roster. Don't forget
1: about Rhea either. And Charlotte, Rhea's on and, Raw. You know what I mean? The, they're all, they're um, all so on Raw. So you're talking about SmackDown. Yeah. Okay. I just I look at them as one brand. I'm sorry.
0: No, yeah, no. You're
1: Especially on this night. You know what I mean? I know it was split up, but.
0: Yeah, no. So on the SmackDown, you're starting to building a truly developed roster and Raw. Raw has potential. Uh, but with Rhea Ripley at the helm, I just have little to no faith for Raw. I think that's just a good way to put it. But I am extremely happy to see her with the title. It is a uh, day late, a dollar short, though, because she should have fucking won it last year. But that's just me. They couldn't do that. But she got her moment, and so did fucking Bianca. And, dude, I was crying like a fucking kid when montez came out and you just saw them crying together because man there's nobody that loves each other more in wrestling than those two motherfuckers
1: her parents always choke me up the excitement on her dad's face every time that she has a big moment it always gets me choked up
0: See, it, and i, I don't want to necessarily talk shit about any wrestler because i haven't gone through the things they do but you hear these stories uh more so in aw than anything where like you have all these people that are they don't care as much. They were just like, I watched wrestling when I was a kid. It's cool, but I want to get my shit in, you know. And, like, you have people like Arn Anderson or Jake or Snake. Sorry, Jake. I know we've had a weird path, but I do respect you. I promise. Uh, and, like, all these people trying to give the advice to people, you know, and they're just like, fuck that. Then you have people like Bianca Belair or, like, Seth Rollins or... You know, just people who are true students who want to be the best and who do actually care and are kind of living at that old school wrestling style a little bit more. Uh, because even like when Seth Rollins was an asshole, like still, he had good intentions, you know what I mean? It's not like he's like, oh, fuck you, I'm not going to listen to you, blah, blah, blah. And look at him now, he's putting people over and he's obviously person who fucking gets it gets the business mm-hmm. and that's really what i'm trying to say is about bianca Belair. is you see her and she doesn't take a single fucking thing for granted and she's one of she's a natural
1: babyface. here's the question of the night for me for this match aside from it being one of the most incredible matches of the two night series was the hair ripped did they pipe in sound for the hair whip
0: I'd, how loud was it in the stadium it cracked you heard it like it was because it
1: cracked on the tv like that too but I and was dude, un-
0: it looks so bad. It looked it nasty. always
1: scratched her wide open. Bro. Oh yeah, She did it- a cut down there. It was about a six-inch cut. So oh, I yeah. wonder if he, she got her with that metal piece on the end of her hair.
0: Oh, I can believe that. But do you know what I'm saying when I say a natural baby face? So many times, like especially in wrestling, we're creating characters. And we're telling you whether you like them or you hate them.
1: Did you see the kayfabe break by Sasha afterwards?
0: That's what I was talking about, Proud Mom. So sweet. Where she was just crying and, like, she didn't look upset. Because there have been, I've seen plenty of times, even her. I've seen her get really upset about putting someone over. But, you know, obviously people learn and grow. Yeah. And I think it was just a, you know, you do things so many times, you're like, when's my shot type of deal? But, obviously, she very much has gotten that. Uh, But, anyway, what I was saying is, like, we tell you whether you like someone or you hate someone. Hi, depending on the promo she cuts, is going to tell me how I'm supposed to feel. But she is just fluent. I feel like she could be your typical heel or your face. But either way, I'm going to know it's genuine despite how much garbage you feed me about it. Like, if you give her a bunch of scripted stuff, it's just some... Like, she has a way of delivering things that you can just... She'll... It feels like she'll ask for forgiveness not Do you think permission.
1: that Sasha is the best female wrestler of our generation? No. Do you think that she's the top in the top 5 of our generation? Yes. Do you think that she's in the top 2 of our generation?
0: Okay. You got to remember I'm very mentally frustrated or not? You gotta remember, I'm very mentally like shot right now.
1: But this is just our generation, which I can't think of anybody else that's. They're all as good as her. There's a bunch of people that are as as good as her, but I think that she's slowly making her
0: way up the mountaintop. Get that uh, armbar, get that crossface perfected, and we'll talk. Because I still have a problem with her finisher. The I don't bank statement. Yeah, I don't like how it
1: looks. It well, looked, this one was bad this time, but usually I don't feel like it's that bad. That no, k- I always, I always. always
0: don't like her execution of it, ah. but I, it's, she's top five hundred percent, but I think there's like five women you could pull They're all kind of the same level. Like they all, because they all have strengths and they all have weaknesses. How many of the four horsemen are in the top five? Four horse women, Sorry. Uh, all four. <laughs> so who do we got?
1: Do we, Becky, uh, Bailey. Charlotte and Sasha.
0: Okay, yeah. Yeah. I had thought for some reason I was thinking of number five, and I don't consider number five to be in that top five. Because I'm not gonna consider Alexa Bliss in there.
1: I don't I don't wanna say anything bad about her because I like her. I
0: actually I I don't think I'd have Bailey in there either. Ooh It's not that she's not a great wrestler, but I I think as far she is more it, There's more than goes into it. Like she has like decent psychology. She's she can wrestle a really good match, and she can. I'm really you.
1: amused with her ability on a microphone more than anything else. See, and
0: you're asking me about a wrestler, not a promo.
1: I think that's it goes into a wrestler though. It, it has
0: it plays a factor.
1: I think that's a major part for me because I watch wrestling for the psychology of a person talking to a crowd. More than I do a wrestling match. Like, you watch it for a wrestling match. I watch it for the psychology of a person telling what they want to a crowd and then being able to bend the crowd into doing what they want, whether that is booing them or
0: praising them. No, and I get that 100%. That's uh, the thing that
1: I find interesting about wrestling. That's why I like it.
0: But I think you could like you could throw Bianca Belair in
1: there. Yeah, oh, for sure, but she's still got a lot to do. Her accolades are not the accolades of those other women. But
0: once again, we're talk- you asked me wrestlers the best wrestler you didn't ask me who has the most accolades no i just said top five still top five wrestler not top five accolades achiever top five promo
1: well that's what i meant but y'all get what you're saying i didn't word it correctly but what i meant is like right now of what we have of our generation who is the best resume and ability and right now her resume is not being put towards her ability yet because she's so young
0: i don't think bailey's would make the cut either
1: She's got at least three five-star matches. I think that's the minimum you can do. Okay, so you're,
0: you're I'm not. This is what I hate about having It's the, a resume. It's a resume. But this is what I hate about when you ask these questions, because you ask these questions and I give you the answer, and then you're like, but no. It's a debate. It's not a no, it's just a debate. You're, you're right. You're I'm right. We're both opinionated. We're not wrong. I'm just saying it's
1: just a debate. That's what, As what much as are. I love
0: Bailey, I think if you really sit down and like you kind of like compare like with a full list in front of you you could probably give shout outs to some other people above bailey because they're as good as bailey's been the last year and a half i the, also lean in she really failed when she came up to raw i lean into someone who is able
1: to fall down and get back up though i think it's a story that i guess that i become a little bit more biased on you know what i mean i get it. someone who like you said failed when they came to raw but was able to climb their way out of the hole you know what I mean? Like, she didn't fail because she didn't get fired.
0: I also didn't like that first, like, month or two of her heel turn. I did. If I it, Her promos weren't natural. It, she She's grown into it. She And I don't want to ever see her as a face again, if that makes sense. But when she first started getting... She was trying to be, like, your stereotypical heel, and it wasn't her. I think it was it, funny. Dude, she was trying to take Bianca... Or, she was trying to she was trying to take Sasha Banks' heel and apply it to her.
1: You know what I see in her a lot? Is I see Jericho in her. Like the way that she cuts a heel promo is now, so Jericho.
0: But before it felt like because she's such good friends with Sasha Banks, and that's really the one person who'd give her plenty of tips and advice on it, it felt then as if she was just trying to be Sasha Banks as a heel. And I don't really like Sasha Banks' heel either. I think that it's just such a funny idea because I've been watching a lot of his like random old promos and like
1: it's such their mannerisms are so similar. Like the way they piss off a crowd is like they're just
0: corny. Like oh, there's, yeah. there's nothing else about it. They just come out and be like, hey, dummy. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and take a break because this went way longer than I've expected already. You really hate me with all this editing I got to do. All right, so we're back from break, and we have a couple things we're going to talk about. A little bit of this current week in wrestling, a little bit not, because uh, this has been a whole hell of a week of wrestling. But after WrestleMania, we got the Stone Cold Broken Skull Sessions with Chris Jericho. I personally haven't finished it. I've watched a good chunk of it. Fortunately, Peacock has ads, and I cannot stress this enough. Nope, your Peacock has ads. Okay, and you want... Let's talk about this real quick. This is <laughs> the most important Mine thing. does not. So, I asked Gabby... I was like, you got the ad free, right? And she was like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, you sure? Because the ad free is $10 a month. And the offer they sent you wasn't for ad free. She's like, no, no, it's ad free. And the pay-per-views are ad free. Everything else is fucking not. And I want to
1: scream. Mine's ad free. So apparently you're not paying ad free because I watched that whole. Oh, Chris no, I agree with thing. You. And like, the thing is, like, you can tell where the ads are because it'll go dark, but it immediately comes right back up. So there's no commercials in mine.
0: Yeah, no, it was atrocious, so uh, I've been dealing with that the entire time watching it. It's a really, really good fucking interview, though. I'll shit you my plan. I was blown away, though, that they're just openly talking about AEW and basically promoting it. But he also said that it wasn't competition, if I'm correct.
1: I find the same things interesting about this that I found about The Undertaker interesting. And the things that I find interesting are the Vince stories, because Vince is just so compelling to me. I don't know why. He's so fucking funny, dude. What is going on? Why is Ben so fucking funny? Because he's a weird, weird person. No, he's a dick, but he's a dad dick. Like, he says dad jokes, but he says them in a way where he's an asshole.
0: You know what I mean? He has a really weird story. So, I know you haven't seen, seen it,
1: it, but let me tell you this funny story. No. It's just 10 seconds. It's not going to ruin the whole interview for you. I promise. All right. So, he said that he didn't know that he was going to get the title put on him. Like, he was about to go over the rock and stone cold, and he didn't know
0: about it. Is this it. the story that you tried to tell me the yes, other day? And, you and I me told off you. Head. I'd, I'm not blowing you off. I just want to watch the fucking. It's not gonna ruin because it. here's the thing you tell me a story, and then it's like, you don't remember the story. I know. So the you story. just remember weird key parts of it. Just let me tell them the
1: story then. You just close your ears. All right. Tell okay, them. So, story. anyway, so Vince walks into the room, and Undertaker is standing about 10 feet away from Jericho. So he walks up to Undertaker and he goes, You know, the company's going down the toilet where we're going to put the belt on Jericho tonight. And then he turns around and walks out.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> That sounds about right. So, what a dick move. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and digest that probably when I'm editing this tomorrow. Uh, actually, no, it sounds horrible because listening to two things at once, too much sensory overload. But I don't want to go too far into it. You, However, they basically
1: do a shoot interview. Oh,
0: I know. It's I, awesome. I watched about 47 minutes of it. Okay. So I, I'm a good it, but it's a two and a half hour interview. I
1: think the second half is more AEW, too. Cool. I'm, I don't think he more talks about AEW in the second half. And
0: I'm ready or... And I'm ready for it. And he talks
1: about his exit, which is really interesting, because I didn't know any of that fucking shit.
0: I think I remember a little bit about that, but I don't want to go too much into it. I do want to talk about what I did before WrestleMania, though, because I tried to live the full experience. And man, did I experience some shit. So Thursday night, I got to go to Josh Barnett's Bloodsport 6. It was amazing. It was weird seeing a ring without ropes. That did throw me off a little bit, but I think that's everyone's kind of a uh, problem with blood sport, just because they're not used to it. But I didn't get to see the whole card. However, I did get to see fucking Chavo Guerrero wrestle. Fire. If you would have told a young me who did not like Chavo Guerrero that he'd be excited for watching Chavo Guerrero wrestle, I'd probably argue with you. However, dude, was that a cool fucking experience? But what was even cooler was seeing Mox and Barnett. I have not really been super familiar with Barnett. I've heard him. I've seen some of the Bloodsport clips, and I know him and Mox have been supposed to fight. And so this was like this was supposed to be like Bloodsport two. I think was the main event was supposed to be them, but it got delayed because of the pandemic. And then they were supposed to fight at like Bloodsport four or five or something like that, and it never happened. And so they finally fought now, and it was a twenty minute war. I. It was just a whole different experience for me, and I loved, I loved it, man. And I, uh, Gabby actually recorded the whole thing on her phone, so we were super close. We were like front row because it was a small event. I'm gonna go ahead and try to edit it and clip it up and do a, like a little highlight video and post it on YouTube. I'm sure there's already highlight videos from like the live stream and everything, but I think it'd be cool to do like a POV experience live video. You know what I mean? No, not. you had to
1: use the POV. Huh? I did. I so you're did. Just making that. Point of view? Where's that come from?
0: And then, so Friday night, I didn't have to miss the entire card of what I was going to because I went to a fucking midnight show. I went to Ladies Night Out. And can I tell you, I am just so blown away with the culture of indie wrestling. We talked about it a little bit on Wednesday, but it's just like a hardcore show, but wrestling. I have, I have a lot of it. questions.
1: Hit me. Okay, so here's, I have three questions, not a lot of questions. Okay. Three questions. First one, did Su Young use the glove? Uh, I think so maybe could you smell the glove no okay question number two you got a picture with tasha steels
0: yes by the way tasha steels if you're listening to this i'm not weird
1: damn it damn it well it was close we almost made it so I, I, okay here's my so, so i
0: think what happened was she probably thought i was some weird dude that was like hitting on her yeah and i wasn't at all i was just a few beers in and gabby was sitting with our friends oh. when i ran into her damn it both times it was like Both times I wasn't with Gabby because I had ran into her. I took the picture and everything like that. But Gabby was like 10 feet away from me, but I wasn't with her. And then we were walking out of the venue and I was with my friend Mike and Gabby and Mike's wife, Megan, were in the bathrooms together. And I saw her real quick and the show was like ending. And I was like, hey, do you want to smoke? And she's like, no, I got to get back with the girls. Or maybe she just doesn't smoke pot. But I'm pretty sure from what I've seen on TV. The implication is certainly there. Damn, man, damn. So here's
1: question number three. So you saw you were feet away from Jordan Grace.
0: Uh, Gabby actually fist bumped Jordan Grace. Do you think does she have? Mitts? I have a I have a fun story about. Does her she too. have mitts? Oh, she, What she, I mean is, her are her hands fucking massive. She, she's huge, dude. I actually, when she was walking by, I was like, t- I was like, thank you for carrying the Impact roster on your back, and she was like, oh, shut up. <laughs> But that show was really really cool, uh, and I got to watch Jazz wrestle too That's on dope. her retirement tour, and I met some really cool people, and I bought a signed MJF picture and a signed Kevin Owens picture. Did you hang them bitches up yet? No, I just I want to frame them, so I gotta to go to the store. Go to Walmart, once again bro, very. I don't have time. I've been trying to like put my life together because I was so busy last week getting ready for WrestleMania, and I my new job is still kind of hectic, but this really is the do. last week of hell.
1: I don't really do toys, but that Kurt Angle toy is dope. You mean that Kurt Angle action figure? No, they're toys, bro. I'm calling them toys. Kevin, I know you're listening to this. I don't care. They're toys.
0: You have a bunch of action figures.
1: I have opened action figures that I played with as a kid. Because and you're a fucking hooligan.
0: They're toys. Oh god. That's
1: fine. They're toys. I don't want to do it.
0: You're gonna piss
1: so many people <laughs> off by saying that. I hope you know. I don't care. Bring them on. Bring them on. Hit me up on Twitter, Taylor Hassler1. You're gonna get blocked on Twitter. Taylor Hassler One. Twitter is gonna block up. you. We'll talk about toys
0: all day long. I'll have an argument with you. Taylor Hassler 1. <laughs> and then Saturday, I just, I actually, we were running super late on Saturday and I slept in because I was so tired from the entire week. But Sunday, I got really drunk at a barbecue and then went to WrestleMania 2. And then went, I got really drunk at a... You went back in time? <laughs> I just edited the middle part no. out. It's so funny. You went back in time?
1: No. no, no. <laughs> you went to WrestleMania 2? No, I'm not.
0: <laughs> but no, on WrestleMania...
1: What WrestleMania did you go to for real? I hate you.
0: <laughs> I hate you. Which who was at that, that one? Hulk Hogan and uh, Andre the Giant, something like that. I think that was three. <laughs> so nice going. Damn it. Good going. Who so was I'm it sh- two? Now I'm interested. Should we go back and watch two next week? No. Uh, so let's <laughs> let's talk about WrestleMania night two though. Okay. That's my segue. All right, dope. What matches do you want to discuss? Let's go ahead and get the bad gimmick All out right, of the week. That's what
1: I want to start with. So what this...
0: the fuck happened in that Fiend match? Do you know what well, he happened? was supposed to go over? What the fuck happened? Bruce Pritchard and Vince McMahon, they changed it within or like two or three days out. And All they right, were, he so was supposed to go over. Here's
1: the thing this was such a good event. They're the laughing stock of everything because of this. I was listening to a random sports show today, and the dude was shitting on the Fiend. It was like a, a radio Miami sports show. Why were you I thought you hate Miami. Why were you? No, listening? because they're funny. I like those guys. But he said uh the fiend gets he said the fiend gets burned alive and somehow survives, but can't survive an RKO.
0: <laughs> what? Well that's been everyone's criticism for like the past two weeks. It's like what is going on? Why are they doing this?
1: Why'd they even bring him back at all?
0: It was such a bullshit angle. Did I just say two weeks? I mean like the past. Days. Yeah, I don't,
1: I don't get it. So the thing is with the Alexa Bliss, nobody understood what was happening. Nobody has a fucking clue what's going on. is not not been the whole story of this. No, but angle I knew, though? I knew what was going on before. I could tell you, even when Randy was spitting up tar out of his mouth. I got it. I know what's going on. Is he's got
0: involved with the Alexa Bliss and she put a hex on him. But what the fuck is this? Did she turn on Bray? Who the fuck knows? Uh, apparently so. The people have been trying to explain it have been saying that she's Sister Abigail and has control over the Fiend and Bray Wyatt. So. I don't
1: understand. This is so weird. So before he had control over her, but now she has control over him.
0: Yeah, it makes They could have explained no this
1: so much better, but instead they decided to just make everybody not know what the fuck is going on.
0: Like- you know what they could have done? They could have not wasted all the opportunities they had with Bray Wyatt in the first place to get him to the point where he had to create the Fiend. And then absolutely ruin the fiend since
1: day one. He is so much a better care, better worker than this, than they're giving him credit for. He's worth so much more than this.
0: And hey, at least he gets all the time off in the world and it's still a top guy.
1: Yeah. Do you think that they could just put other people in the mask and just pretend it's him? Well, like a lot a of people weeks? thought it
0: was Bo Dallas because, <laughs> like, they couldn't see a tattoo or something like that. So yeah. like, it's Bo Dallas. And it's like, uh, they know they're related. They have different figures, though, pal. Yeah, you're
1: right. You can't fake that gut. If you try, you can. Not like that though. He has a certain weird looking gut about him.
0: Oh, uh, dude.
1: So what was the face thing? It looked like an octopus squirted on her head.
0: Like I said, dude, I have just no idea, and I'm I'm done with it. I I enjoyed the fire You're not done with Funhouse,
1: but you still are gonna enjoy it. You love every second of it. Alexa Bliss is your favorite wrestler.
0: I like it because of Bray Wyatt. That's
1: about it. Don't you dare disrespect the name of Alexa in this household.
0: You know what? I also really hate the fact that. Alexa Bliss is doing this on TV, and at this point, the Alexa Bliss that we knew is gone. She is just Lexi Kaufman on Twitter.
1: Would you be down for what happened
0: to kayfabe?
1: Would you be down for uh, Alexa Bliss and Bailey team up? Bailey, not Bailey. Uh, Becky team up? No. Looks I like, looks like we're leaning towards it. I why how that, that doll looks just like
0: Becky. I have no respect for where this is going, and I'm getting really annoyed. That, so you'd uh, be
1: mad if they brought Becky out of retirement or pregnancy or whatever she was doing. She's already training, dude. So she's going to come back and definitely be with of Bliss is what you're saying.
0: No, she's going to SmackDown.
1: <laughs> Would you be upset? What? If she was just a doll?
0: No. What? Why are you asking me the weirdest type of <laughs> uh, Let's move on from this. This is
1: hot take stuff that's going to happen in a week or two. You wait. Remember this <laughs> right now. Write it all down, everything I said, because in two weeks all this shit's gonna come to fruition.
0: After uh, Ash gave birth, how quickly did she get back to being a normal person? Who, your wife? After she gave birth to I your son? I don't,
1: I don't keep track of that shit. I'm like, I was been watching Everybody Loves Raymond all week because I found out that Peacock has all the seasons. By the way, isn't great your show. son
0: like six or seven?
1: Yeah. So you don't? If... I don't remember any of that. I've just completely blacked out at that stage of my life. Okay. So anyway. So I've been watching Everybody Loves Raymond. I realize I'm Ray Barone. Yeah, like, but... He just knows nothing about his wife. Like, his wife earlier in the show was like, what color was my hair when we met? He was like,
0: yeah, that's me. So you managed to take a conversation that I hated. And I tried to end it. And then you're like, okay, yeah, that's fine. We'll end it. Let's talk about something you're going to hate worse. <laughs> Son
1: of a bitch. The a great show, bro. I would recommend you watch all nine seasons right now. You're... How
0: much are you paying me? I mean,
1: free. They're free on Peacock. I'll give you my password for Peacock. So you have to watch all the episodes. You won't have to watch ads anymore in your wrestling, but you have to watch all the episodes that everybody loves. Or for. I can
0: just come and collect because you definitely use my WWE. No, man. That's that's a that's a
1: given thing. You already gave me all that. You can't take it back. There's no there's no you can't do that. No taxi backsies Yeah, there's no taxi these All
0: right, so we talked about that. Let's uh let's talk about El Generico and Kevin Steen. Okay. Match mm-hmm. of night two aside from that finisher. It was the match of night two, even though I hate... what, Which one was it, Logan or Jake Paul? Uh, I had fun with that. Uh, those, They're just not great people.
1: I, I don't know which one it is. I can't tell my part. Oh, it was Logan Paul.
0: Yeah, I don't care about him. But any chance I get to watch El Generico <laughs> and Kevin Feenez...
1: Did you catch that video they released of him backstage talking about Alexa Bliss today?
0: No, because I don't <laughs> care about a, Alexa it, Bliss. It,
1: this dude's an idiot. So she's like walking the stage and he's watching it in the back room. And they're like, he's like, that's crazy, bro. Kind of turns me on, though. It's like,
0: dude, why did you let them put this out? Oh, dear God. Why did you let them put this out? You're an idiot. You're an idiot. All right, so I wish I could talk for a year and a half about it. But we've talked about Kevin Owens, and we've talked about Sam. It's the same match. This match, it was. And this match was destined to be a banger. It's all right. It's always a banger. It's the same double cheese. It's the same
1: Whopper you get every time you go to Burger King. You go wait in the line. You know what you're going to get. You know you're going to be happy with it. You unwrap it. And it's a Whopper. It's the same thing with Kevin Owens and Sami
0: Zayn. I wait in the line. Did you just equate them to a very subpar? Absolutely not. You will not call Whopper subpar. They're horrible.
1: They're great. Have you read a Whopper with cheese when you're really hungry? I would... I've had
0: whoppers. I prefer the Impossible Whopper. Oh no!
1: This man just said he prefers an Impossible Whopper. I'm gonna have to kick him out of his own house.
0: No, because I've actually worked in
1: quality Gross. burger joints. He just said he wanted plant based food instead of a flame grilled, flame grilled, a flame grilled, flame grilled piece of heaven.
0: You reminded me of SpongeBob from the Hashling Slasher. episode. You're never
1: gonna get a two for five cheeseburger that's as good as a
0: Whopper. Yeah. No. You will. No. What do you like? Okay. Wait, Big, wait. Big Mac or Whopper? Definitely not a Big Mac. They changed the Mac sauce, and it's gross. Oh God! You're such a purist. Just calm down and just eat shitty food like the rest of us. No, I uh, I'm trying to start taking care of my body, oh, so I'm going to do the exact opposite. And
1: I'm going to learn my ABCs. <laughs> Who cares?
0: <laughs> That's why those text messages look all that <laughs> way. I've never been able to understand any text you've sent me. So it's this all it's auto all coming together.
1: It, it's autocorrect.
0: Okay. But yeah, I I mean we could take it frame by frame on this match, or you could just go watch it, and then you can watch Logan Paul get stunned at the end of it, which is the best part of the match. Just know Kevin Owens didn't jump off the pirate ship. And that made me uh, very, very sad on the inside. Yeah, but he did also, stun Logan Paul. Fuck WWE. What is our pirate ship not good enough for you? You had to build a bigger one. What are you trying to compensate for?
1: They needed it to be bigger. They, you know, they just wanted to show people that their penis was bigger than everybody else's penis.
0: I think that chip was ugly. Oh man! Not to hot take, mention, hot
1: take, hot take, hot take.
0: You might have been able to get away with it on uh, TV, WWE, but don't pretend like the sale was not fucked up and ripped, and you guys did not fix it on either night. I could get, a, I could understand it maybe happening like 20 minutes before the show starts on night one, and you're like, how the fuck are we gonna send someone up there that quick to fix that? You had an entire twenty-four hours afterwards to fix it, and you chose. You're like, "Fuck it." Well, hot take. Did you guys see? Or did you see that on the uh, broadcast though? Like the flag. You know what I'm talking about. The flag that like. No, I up. couldn't see it. They barely yeah.
1: showed the ship at all.
0: Yeah, because that flag was fucked up the entire time.
1: <laughs> yeah, I didn't barely see it at all. I was I was not interested in that. Uh, I was so interested in just watching some musical acts perform. You know, uh, BB Rexa and whatever that country girl's name is. They were garbage. I'm just kidding. They were both terrible. I think that the internet popped for BB Rexa because the internet is just horny dudes. Yeah, I don't... We were making fun of her weird bondage outfit that she was wearing. I was making fun of her voice. I was not going for looks on her because I didn't want to be the guy that makes fun of her looks. But I did want to be the guy that said that she was flat the whole time because she was.
0: I just thought it was weird that she was wearing that outfit. Like, I didn't care about her body at all. Like, live her life.
1: I won an award as a singer when I was in sixth grade. I know something about singing. And that was a flat song. Hey, man, I'm not arguing with you at all. She was supposed to be singing in A minor. And instead, she was singing in A. I don't actually know notes. I was just kidding.
0: Yeah, you don't even know your ABCs. <laughs> You're right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, 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 there was that old...
0: Imagine mind. that, not knowing how to spell. However, music theory you have down... They taught
1: me that when I was a kid. I could hear a note and tell you exactly what
0: it is. See? <laughs> Just common knowledge, yeah. Common knows. knowledge if everybody you don't knows. have it, you're a peasant. Let's talk about the main event though. And all right, you sat here for almost an hour. Let me tell you how I watched the main event. Talk to me, front about... row for free. So I say free because I had already spent tickets, and like I mentioned earlier, I've already stolen better seats. And throughout the night of night two. We were, like, seat hopping, not necessarily because people were kicking us out. We just saw seats that were better, that were open. So we kept on taking every opportunity we had. Uh, And I like to refer to it as getting upgraded. So I kept on noticing, like, because we were so close to, like, the entrance to the floor, you know what I mean? The little staircase to walk down to the field. How many people were just walking down to the field and the security guard was just not checking them out or anything like that? So I have about a ten minute argument with Gabby because she swears up and down that the security guard has been staring at us all night, and it's not going to be a big, like going to be able to happen. How drunk and high were you guys? We were fucked up. So said, if it doesn't work, what do we have to lose? You're right. It failed, however, because she stalled. Like when we were starting to walk, she started to get weird, or right? as soon as we got to the security guard, and that was, it blew it. You know what I mean? Like, she had the guilt all on her face. So what you're
1: saying is her poker face is trash.
0: Eh. So, I'm done. I said, fuck it. I'll give him that one. But I have I'm going to try again because I'll go to a section where a guy hasn't seen me all night. And what's the worst that can happen? You know what I mean? What's I, the worst thing I could say? So I walked right past that security guard and walked right onto the field where the Tampa Bay Buccaneers beat Hell the yeah. Chiefs with no touchdown scored.
1: Here's what you should have done. Here's the part you blew. You were in the front row, close enough to where all three of those human beings could hear you. Should have got some Roman heat. You could have been Sal Volcano with, uh, so, with Bubba Ray, but you and Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns could have come over there and hit you. And we would have been famous
0: right now. People, everybody would be listening to our podcast if you fought Roman Reigns. So here's the joke on you. I was yelling all that good shit. Just couldn't hear it because it was so fucking loud in that arena. Damn.
1: Really? Yeah. That's disappointing.
0: But yeah, so I just snuck into the front row. And what was even more hilarious is everyone had wristbands, but I had my wristband on from Ladies Night Out, so I had a wristband. They, nobody could tell what wristband it was. And then there was a couple people that were like, because everyone was just, they so, were no one was sitting in a seat. They were standing on the edges to get the best view. You know what I mean? It wasn't yeah. really a big deal. So what you're
1: saying is because of Ladies Night Out, a.k.a. Jazz. Thank you, Jazz. She got me into the main event yep, for free. Yeah, Jazzy did this for us. We owe you one, you fucking tough old broad.
0: And then I'll give you something bonus, too. I was really sad because I was joking around that I was going to take one of the cut or cardboard cutout things that were in the seats next to me, and I forgot to grab one when we went down to the field. It would be uh, very obvious at that point, though, and I'd definitely get caught. So we're walking out of the arena, and would you believe, on the right-hand side, on some, like, fucking fire... uh. Fire? Why can't I think of the word? I'm thinking of fire
1: escape,
0: fire extinguisher, like a box on the wall for a fire extinguisher. Like yeah, it, the yeah. cardboard cutout was on top of it, and I grabbed it, and now Kim lives rent free in our home. Where is she? Uh, she's in the car still. I haven't and even cleaned out my he's car.
1: Left this bitch in the car for
0: two whole days. <laughs> <laughs> what a bad friend, <laughs> dude. My dear So another fun story. I thought my deodorant was in there too because we just left the duffel bag because we just had like nights nice worth of clothes. It wasn't a priority, and I don't. I take my truck to work, where my Gabby drives the car. So I haven't had the chance to go in there. I'll explain that. So to I've ma'am. been using uh, Gabby's deodorant for the past two days because I thought I was out of deodorant. I haven't been able to go to the store, and I forgot her mom sent us like a care package, and there was a fucking stick of deodorant for me in there. So like, what kind of deodorant do you use? I typically uh, I use Everyman Jack body wash and deodorant. What and the if, fuck is that? It's just like some bougie body you wash. You want some bougie shit? But, yeah, uh, I use Dove. I actually, I was just going <laughs> to uh if I don't use that, I use Dove for Men. I use, like, the charcoal. You know what I don't like? Arm and Hammer. Fuck those guys. I like it in my laundry sauce. No, I don't like it
1: in my armpits, though. Yeah, I use it for my laundry sauce. I use laundry you sauce. You stick a, a deodorant stick in there?
0: No, no, no. I have the OxyClean uh, Arm uh, and Hammer yeah. laundry sauce. I also
1: don't like Old Spice because I think your skin adapts to it, and then it makes you stink after a while.
0: Uh, you're, it, you're, It's bad for your skin. Really? I had a bunch of problems when I used it when oh, I was younger. I, when I was younger, I Have used it. Have you ever it.
1: given yourself a rash on really, really old deodorant? No. Here's the thing. I didn't know that that would happen. So I went to my grandma's house when I was a kid, and I would always use this brute deodorant when I was, like, six because I loved the way it smelled. It made me smell like an old dude. Yeah. So then I was, like, 22, and I went back, and she still had that same stick of brute deodorant in her bathroom. So I used it again. Gave me a fucking rash. Well, that's horrible. So yeah. Don't I, use old deodorant, I kids. don't. I don't do things like that. Um, don't save your deodorant for twenty years and then use it.
0: There is uh the more and more adult I become, and now that I'm a dad and stuff, there I doubt it takes life seriously as an adult because I know you don't give a shit about laundry sauce.
1: Uh, or son- laundry sauce? Yeah. Laundry detergent. <laughs> you just called it laundry sauce. That's I what we call it in our household. Of course you do. It's such a you
0: thing. But uh, Of course you do. Always well, go get the laundry sauce from uh, the store. Yep, that's what Gabby tells me. <laughs> uh, so I found with like products like that and like body care stuff, it's worth spending the money. You're right. You're right. It's just it's an absolute difference maker. Like spending uh, the money to watch a crazy main event. What
1: kind of uh, laundry detergent do you think Roman Reigns uses? I don't know. There's your segue, buddy. He was fresh and clean like this (laughs) match.
0: I, I marked. Best match so, Roman Reigns has ever had, huh? Yeah. For me, yeah. Yeah. 100%. But, I mean, if you can't get that high caliber of a match out of Roman Reigns with Daniel Bryan and Edge in the same fucking ring. Who Reigns, are you more impressed by, DB or Edge? I think, collectively, together, they put on the best possible match. Edge. It was all three of them. Right. There, no one, like, outweighed the other. There were some cool because spots you in be it, like, too, though. You could be like, well, Roman Reigns, you know, pinned them both and... All of that stuff and that was cool. But You got to remember the double armbar from Edge and fucking DB. I
1: love the end where he he pins them both and then he just gets universally booed by the whole crowd.
0: Everyone was so pissed, and I was, I love it though. Here, here's what you've waited an hour to hear. I was happy with the finish. I was happy with the finish too. That's what
1: I wanted because I love again the psychology of wrestling. Watching a fan. And a wrestler interact from a ring to a seat. And what was he doing? Oh, he was exuding heat.
0: Oh, dude. (laughs) And so everyone was like, we've become complacent where in wrestling, we expect who we want to win at WrestleMania to win. And I mean... I was salty earlier in this pay-per-view about not getting the result I wanted last year with Rhea Ripley, which, shout out to her, we didn't talk about the match, but she is now the all-women's champion, and was... she fucking deserved it. Oscar also had a big wrestling mom moment. She was, like, really happy and, like, very polite
1: afterwards. I didn't really like that match. Is that weird? No. I didn't hate it. Like, this isn't me saying it was, like, the worst match I've ever seen, but it was just, like... You know what I mean? It didn't do it for you. It didn't do it for me. Their styles are so different. And mm-hmm. it was just a really hard watch for me. And I think that Rhea was a little bit nervous, which she won't be next time around.
0: Yeah, well, I'd also you also have seen so many good Rhea matches, especially yeah. recently, like with her and Raquel. Oh yeah. Uh I will say we are recording this after NXT went live on Tuesday and that moment with Bianca Raquel and fucking that Gotta moment that moment with Raquel, Rhea and Bianca in the ring. Such such a good time. I uh, might have teared up a little bit. Because you see, we're finally getting to a point where we're replenishing. You know what I mean? We haven't had like that many successful people in one ring from NXT in almost five well, years now. They're smoking.
1: WWE is smoking every other division in a women's division. That's the one thing that they have handedly won.
0: they women's single division when it counts. I'm going to say that. So NXT never really has an issue. But Raw SmackDown struggle from time to time. Unlike in the middle of, like, and just, like, unimportant pay-per-views and stuff, they have a hard time finding competitors. But I don't care about
1: tag team wrestling almost at all in any aspect of wrestling. And I know that this is not how it was in the olden days, but today's wrestling, tag team wrestling is pretty much baseball.
0: I, I can respect that, but it's st- for us to say that it has the best women's division, we're including the women's tag team division. That's and fair. The problem with the women's tag team division is you don't have any actual women's tag teams. You have a bunch of singles competitors that you've stuck in tag teams. You're right. At least I will give Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke uh, a little bit of credit that they are trying really hard to be a tag team now. And, but it's still like, I mean, Mandy Rose came out of Fire and Desire. And honestly, I think... Uh, Sonia Deville got the better end of the split, because she may not be on TV as much anymore. But she
1: will be next year,
0: though. When she comes back, I'm expecting
1: back, really big shit for her
0: and Bailey both. I I think she is my sleeper for this year. Is for us, if we're not seeing her in like a major spot next year, I am going to be so like you're wasting talent. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they're no stranger to wasting opportunities because they had the ability to have Code Orange open up fucking Wrestlemania this
1: year for Bray Wyatt they can only afford to give one person money to open up and it was Rhea Ripley's artist I don't know her name
0: I would have much rather had Code Orange of and course
1: she that- would have but nobody else would have everybody was I don't know apparently I wasn't really th- being, I wasn't high on that performance either but I don't know that song so what do you mean this is my brutality
0: oh, okay. well I'm just saying like I would imagine it'd be a little easier to get Code Orange and how many times have they played for NXT but it would be a little bit different because they've never played you're for talking all. about
1: cheap McMahon Mr. Cheapy. Mr. Krabs of real life.
0: Dude, how much how much does fucking Code Orange guarantee? Twenty pay? grand. How do you know?
1: I don't know, but I'm imagining.
0: No, Boy, they're a big band. They're not gonna come They're not for it. a big like they're big for the or like industry they're in, but they're not big, big. And I I don't their guarantees not twenty grand. No, no disrespect, Code Orange, if you guys are charging people twenty grand and getting it. Fucking go you! I remember you seeing you in the skate park, so that's awesome. But no, no, not twenty grand. Maybe, bro. Uh, this match was so good though, and like I said, this is I'm glad Roman won.
1: Are you glad that Daniel Bryan got involved? Yes. Do you I, think it would have been as good of a match without Daniel Bryan? No. So Daniel Bryan was much needed.
0: I don't think he was much needed. I think he. I think the card in general needed him to be in that match because if that match wasn't as good as it was, WrestleMania would have been a flop.
1: Yeah, you're right. And it did finish off the two night swing very, very strong.
0: It did. But if it wasn't, a, if it wouldn't have been that good, if it would have been any less good because it was a short match, which I don't think length necessarily determines a good match or not. But what I'm saying for a short match, if it had anything less than it did, I think, it, at least for a lot of people seeing the criticisms of WrestleMania weekend, WrestleMania wouldn't have gone over well.
1: Well, it did. And honestly, I don't know that we didn't talk about it much, but Vince gave a very nice opening speech as well. Yeah, he looked like he was dying. Ah, Jesus. I know that we both pissed people off today. The Jimmy Snooker fans are going to come after me, but... Man, you just shit on Vince's. I was out. the one
0: who made the Jimmy Snooker comment.
1: Oh, good, I'm off the book. I think I made a joke about him after his death, though.
0: Uh, I think so, but you also talked shit about action figures. Oh, it's the toy
1: people that I pissed <laughs> off this week.
0: Fuck. <laughs> what are you gonna rate WrestleMania?
1: I will give. I don't want to do this right now because I think we're gonna overrate it because we just watched it. Three point six. I add a five.
0: Yeah. And I'm giving it a 3.6 because I was there.
1: I'll give it a 3.4. I think it was really good. It was better than average. But I think in 15 years that we're going to look back at this and not be as high on I it. I think as it we would were. get
0: like a 3.1 3.2 without my experience. Yeah. Uh, it, it it the big moments were big enough to carry it, but I think like I said if anything hit less than it did, it would have not been impressive. It did not the only thing that made it feel like a WrestleMania was the fact that it was in a full arena. Right. And that's, I said it before WrestleMania and I sang it after. But did I mark and cry? You're fucking right.
1: Well, yeah. Well, I'm glad you had a good WrestleMania experience, man. All right.
0: Do you want to do the outro again since my voice is so shot and we yeah, talked way that. longer than I expected? That's
1: cool. So we both have Twitters. His is Godfieri. Mine is Taylor Hassler1. We go under the name of Jaded Wrestling. Uh, our Twitter is Jaded Wrestling. Um, we have Year of Podcasts. We've got Al, uh, Redbeard Pirate.
0: Yep, and the Year of Pod is going to be the Twitter handle. Don't forget about Kevin at Job and Rogue. Yeah,
1: Job and Rogue. Okay, we got all kinds of shit we put out every week. We got why'd you bring that up? We've got before you were jaded. We've got weekly family discussions. By weekly, got, you're right. We got has it always been that? Yeah, jaded family discussions. Yep okay so yeah we got all three of those we got year of pod under the umbrella jaded wrestling is doing our thing we're trying our best give us some listens give us some love
0: which speaking on year of pod uh we have missed an episode this week that was the subject of my technical difficulty post on twitter so if you saw that that's what we're talking about we do have it now but i think at this point we're just gonna upload it on monday uh that way you know just keep it rolling and everything like that i know you guys got a lot of content our schedules are scheduled for a reason and so, yeah, also, I know I've been talking about us doing live streams on Twitch and stuff, but I want to say is keep an eye on YouTube. Still trying to get those shit figured out, but I have been doing a lot of independent research and stuff. And uh, our YouTube may get extremely active in the next couple weeks. I so. think
1: that maybe you might hit what's up with that Bloodsport thing too, right? Yes. So okay, that's going to be coming cool, out too. Cool. We have Jaded Wrestling with uh, I said Wrestling, Wrestling with Just Incredible. If you haven't heard that yet, make you sure you listen to that. Definitely go listen uh, to that interview. Like and subscribe. Leave a review. We need five stars. If you don't, I'll hunt you down.
0: Yeah. Uh, that would be a really good starting point for growth. We've We've been growing casually, but 2021 is the year of Jaded Raskin. Yeah, and I need you to give us five stars, you asshole. Uh, And if you do give us five stars, I'll say your name,
1: okay? No, don't do that. We love them. They should love us enough to give us five stars without you having to jack them off afterwards, Will.
0: Yeah, you're right.
1: (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and end this. This is another episode of Before You are Jaded. Peace. Peace.